Hi, and you're welcome back to The Simple Creative, a podcast that helps you to start up something from nothing. I'm your very special and amazing host, Oladimeji Ajibile, and today I am joined by Akinolu Uluwashio. He's a fashion content creator and a fashion stylist. We talk in detail about finding one's personal style, the confidence in learning from others, and building a brand with influence. Fashion first starts from comfort. Mm-hmm. You need to look for what makes you actually comfortable first. Okay. If this shirt is not comfortable for me, I'm over here. So you need to first look for what makes you comfortable. Then next, you need to look for what suits your personal style. You need to um, streamline it to your personal style. What do you actually like? Mm-hmm. You have I've always seen you wearing t-shirts. I know. Okay, this is I already had, that is your personal style. You shouldn't change it for anything if yeah. that's what you actually like. So. That's how we should be. This podcast remains advertisement free thanks to a small group of persons on Patreon and on Anchor. And if you'd also love to join this set of people to support the Simple Creative Podcast, just go to patreon.com slash Dimeji or anchor.fm slash Dimeji. Again, it is patreon.com slash Dimeji or anchor.fm slash Dimeji. If you're too lazy to actually go to this website right now, just click the link in the description and you'll get there. And that being said, enjoy the podcast. So I remember in June 2019, I reached out and I wanted you to be on the podcast. And that was like one of the first times I was exploring and trying to see creatives in Ibadan. And, you know, when I searched Ibadan on, you know, Instagram search now, it brought out you and a couple of other persons. And the first place I saw a picture was Trans Amusement Park. And I'm like, wait, this guy's in Ibadan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw your collaborations with Wilson Lemonade. And, you know, it really interested me. And I'm like, I have to have this guy on the podcast. So... Uh, what do you do basically? Yeah, so I'm a fashion content creator and I'm also a fashion stylist. That's okay. what I do basically. All right. Well, I, I think I have an idea that you studied architecture, right? Yeah, I studied architecture. <laughs> so <laughs> how did you come about that, that that shift? When did that happen? Okay. So everything started from my um, second year in school. Um, I've always been a fashion person from my first year though. I've always been a fashion person. But from second year, I don't know. Probably, should I say that's when I knew that architecture wasn't just it? <laughs> yeah, so from my second year in school, I started um, I started losing interest in architecture gradually. Like, gradually. So then I now took fashion more seriously. Even my dad noticed. My dad noticed. I started taking fashion more seriously and... That's how I started, Sha. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how interesting is it? Like, did, did your study of architecture sort of contribute to what you're doing right now? Yes, that I, because if you if you if you check one of one of my names is a style architect, so it's kind of yeah added to the you whole know, thing. We'll, we'll come to that later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there has to be some sort of story behind that. Okay, but um, Ibarra is one really interesting place to be in, yeah. and you know. Let's just leave some of the bots on one side. What are those good things you've seen in Ibadan? Because when I first, you know, decided to settle down in Ibadan and start creating content, it was one of the hardest decisions I could ever make because I was struggling between the the buzz of Lagos and then um, there's this sort of places people naturally gravitate towards, like Lagos, Abuja. And I remember after NYC, I ran to, to Lagos to go and set up. And in the first two weeks, I spent... <laughs> almost half of my savings during an ultra NYSE in two weeks in Lagos. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't live this kind of life. <laughs> I know you shop for Ibarra and Lagos, but yeah. how, how do you see the, the, the creating sort of lifestyle in Ibarra? Mm, to me, first, that's um, the first the first advantage I see in Ibarra is firstly, you, you, don't, you don't need to worry about traffic. Even me coming here, straight drive coming um, to get to this place, yeah. you don't need to worry about traffic. So getting to locations to shoot doesn't... Well, in Lagos, you can wake up, you can try to... You can, you can plan to create um, probably by 12 o'clock and before you get to your location. It's like 2 p.m. Like, like even 3 p.m. <laughs> so all those things. Also, we have quite... Most people don't know, we have quite a lot of locations in Ibadan. You just need to explore. You need to. You need to. Most times I do that a lot. I just go around, drive around, explore, and see places I can use to create and all that. And so I see that as like a major advantage. Okay. Yeah, in Ibadan. All right. But do, would you advise anybody to settle down in Ibadan? 
Yes, because I myself won't settle down in Ibadan. Oh, awesome. I don't have I don't have time for stress. <laughs> I'm, <sorry. laughs> I, I'm I'm all for this this sort of lifestyle where um, find a place that you know is convenient for you, and at the same time a place you know um, you can advise people to come to. Yeah. Because uh, I shoot a lot of podcasts in several locations, and going to Lagos to shoot has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I remember last year September I was going to shoot with Salem King and. I left about around 10 a.m., which was like one of the first mistakes. <laughs> I left 10 a.m. to shoot at 2 p.m., right, in VI. So getting to Lagos, I got to Lagos around around 12, 12, 12 o'clock, and then I, fl- I had to fly back from Bega straight to VI. <laughs> wow. Now, the interesting part was now that the person I was going to meet, you know, who was in that area, left around 1, didn't get there until 3. With the kind of traffic it was so i think one of those things i just mentioned now is the is the, is the freedom to just move around but still but it's becoming a little bit traffic you know bound yeah, also because yeah, yeah. you just wake up in the morning and then before you know it like some areas are always packed so um can you mention some, like some places in ibadan that you're really convenient with uh shooting or making your videos or like places you just naturally visit in ibadan okay sometimes i visit um Agodi Gardens. Okay. Sure, Agodi Gardens. Most times I use locations in UI because even UI students, they don't know some locations I know. Honestly. Like, there are really nice locations inside University of Ibadan. So I, I use those places a lot. And sometimes it depends on the kind of photographer I'm working with. Okay. Because that's why I like working with photographers that have like the same mindset that I have, like just to explore. Sometimes I shoot on the streets, like street for streets, um, fashion, that kind of stuff. So. It doesn't have to be like a particular location anywhere i just see okay that this thing actually goes in line with what i'm trying to create okay yeah. i i go for it yeah but, but what's like the thought process behind your your your, your the things you create because i remember the 007 shoot that's like one of my favorites today <laughs> and every time I, I look back at that shoot, i'm like wait is this place actually in the battle <laughs> <laughs> and many times you see these things online and then you're wondering wow this place looks nice but then if you not get the impression you're wondering wait how did this person convert this place to become this good yeah. but when you're seeing it in person it sort of looks a little bit out of place so what's your thought process behind look finding locations and then uh getting that masterpiece out of everything okay so whenever i need to create something most times i get inspiration from from different places yep. so whenever i need to create something i just eat up i have different photographers i work with so i sit up the particular photographer i know okay can bring out the best of this so then we get talking and see which location works like it's basically both of us trying to create not just me yeah because he's going to post it too mm-hmm. yeah so it's both of us just trying to create so we we brainstorm and see okay which location um is good like the 07 shoot you talked about um the photographer that showed that was um my gregory visuals is my friend okay so we we discussed and we saw which place would be good for this thing and that place uh, that's um i don't know if you know cultural center yeah, at Mokola. yeah so that place used to be it's not it's not like the way it is now it used to be very open people hardly because government has abandoned the place so it's yeah. very free so we just thought that okay we could do this thing here and we made it happen so that's that's how everything just came into place okay so how, how long did it take from that you know idea conceiving or inception to thinking about the location and then eventually uh, making this thing happen because i remember this video you made of how you put a gun the 07 gun there and how did that even happen like what was the thought process behind that did you just wake up one morning and say mm-hmm. i want to shoot 07 style or it was after the shoot right now you know got the inspiration that way can we just convert it into 07 shoot okay so at that point because there are several times you get different um content inspiration so at that point i wanted to recreate movies like um spectacular fashion inclined movies like um 07 um was this was this other movie again john wick john wick yeah john wick all this one so but what really what really caught my attention the most was oh, the um, James Bond 07. So I said let me do that first. Then I I told you about talking to the photographer that we we discussed and made and we and we chose the location and everything. So basically I was looking for a gun 
I was trying. I hit up. I hit everybody up. Like, okay, please. Do you know I can get a gun? Not like you, but all those toy guns that well, actually looks pro- really. Props, yeah. yeah. So I needed it. I was looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. Up till even few minutes before the shoot, I was looking for it. But I didn't get. So I asked the guy that, you know what? Guy, let me do my hand like I'm shooting. <laughs> and he will find a way of putting it in. But eventually he couldn't. He, was tr- he tried. He tried to make it look. Man, I just took my phone. I used the PixArt. Okay. And I made it happen. And it looked really... Even my brother was asking me, I was with you this day. There was no gun on So he didn't really even know that. <laughs> so that's how that one happened. And you talked about the duration, yeah? yeah. The duration, because the photographer shuffles Lagos and Ibadan. So we've actually thought of doing it like two weeks before that time. So when it was around... It was very easy. Yeah, it was very easy to just because you had all the plans on ground. So, you know, most times the 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 mundane things of this life that we think can really make things happen. That's those are the things that actually make the best things happen. Cause imagine who would have thought after trying to look for a gun, you didn't find, and then it was just I'm ah. I'm still trying to process it right now because yeah. watching that video there was like oh more because it's just one person that caught me it was one because i was wondering because even after i posted it i was looking at it this thing doesn't look real because i thought i did it so it was like, to me like this is really okay. yeah but everybody keep getting wow how did you get the gun i was like okay let me show the process right? <laughs> yeah so wow all right so um do you like this idea where people feel um, all the stars have to align before they launch out with what they want to do. Because uh, for just, this is just a wild guess, but I don't think you had everything figured out when you started with what you're doing. When did this start to sort of look like it for you? Okay, from your first question about like the stars, you, I feel when you have the drive to start something, just start. Start. You have to. Most of the big people today start small. Yeah. Just start. Just start doing along the way. Everything starts coming together. So, um, you asked when it started becoming it for me. Yeah. Basically, when it started becoming it for me for was from like 2018. That's when it started becoming for me. And I told you I started like 2016. So, from like 2018, that's when it started becoming for me. When I first did um, a little campaign for Jumia. So, that's when it started becoming it for me. Well, since then till now, like, has been the progress? I can say the progress has been... It has been it has been good every year it has been it has been a different story at least i've been working with better brands every year so i know yes i've really grown all right so let's just jump quickly into some um quick questions from people on instagram so i did this q a okay on instagram for people to ask you questions and uh let's just you know go through some of these questions all right so there's this question here that says that um wait Okay, so you don't need to really rush it. Just think about it. Uh, give yourself some sort of processing. No pressure. But there's this question here that says that um, when did you know it was time for you to start reaching out to brands for collaborations? Okay, like I said, you asked me when it was it for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 2018 when I first... A friend sent me a link. Jimmy, I was doing this Jimmy Faves program. So I applied... And eventually they sent me a mail that okay they want they will send me some items and stuff they didn't really pay me like with cash but they paid me with products so after that so i noticed that that's when i realized that so people actually make money from what i've been doing just like normally so that's when that's when it started becoming that's when i i knew um you could start okay yeah wow that's when i knew i could start making fun. so from then i started reaching out to brands i started and from there, the whole story changed. Yeah. Wow. That's how it, it was. But is, is, it, is it favorable? Like, does it favor you having to be the one to reach out to them? You know, because there's this sort of thing we see in our, you know, current social space where, uh, you know, you see these big influencers and it's like, well, brands are chasing after them. But must it be that way? Can't it be like you going to them and say, I have this idea and I want to pitch it to you and, you know, does it work that way? It works that way because when they, they it depends. Most times, some people you need to you need to you need to find a brand that aligns with. If you are a fashion person, but aligns with your personal style, or that aligns with what you plan creating at the moment, do you get? So if you if you if you come across a brand that um, 
are creating pieces that you plan to create at that particular moment or that goes with your personal style there's there's nothing bad in you eating them up i do that several times i eat i eat brands up um share my ideas let's create this and we make it happen wow so all those all those big influencers i have there are so many people that have brands reaching out to them okay that actually don't go along that they actually don't go with their own personal personal style or what they want to create at that particular moment and at the end when they create something it doesn't just it doesn't just make sense. yeah so <laughs> most times it's better you reach out to your brand that um so aligns about, with what, what you want doing. to do at that particular moment yeah yeah because uh I, I, i've been a victim of not, not, not every time anyway because i'm not the brand sort of person like that but um i've had times when i i genuinely use i love some you know tech products from certain companies or organizations and you know after using their products for a long time right and then i probably post on social media i don't really tag them but there was a particular one that i think maybe one of the workers of that particular one of the people that work in that particular company saw one of the pictures i made about the product it was just my deck setup right and then one of their products was there and then they reached out and said oh can you do this and that and that and that i will send you uh one of the new ones that we're making and let's see you know what do you think about it now i realized that they didn't tell me to share on social media or anything they just wanted my honest advice about it and after i used the, the thing and it was really good i was like man guys this thing is good i just told people about it on social media and then they got more customers from there and i'm like that's, that was good for me yeah. because i enjoyed the product and i was compelled to share it but then i see more of brands make this very silly mistake where you are reaching out to an influencer and then you're sending them pictures of your product and then you tell them to probably post on social media i'm like does that work no yeah that's it there are some brands that reach out to i have there are some brands that have reached out to me. They'll say, "Okay, we want to send you social product." You are not, are you, are you don't have intention of paying. Okay. That means you are just giving me as a gift. If I post, fine, it's a favor for you. <laughs> Do you get? Yeah. So if I post, fine. If I don't, that means you don't mind. Okay. So, but if you are coming to me with the intention of, we want to work with you, we want, um, you to post social video. You styling this video in social. You, you get so that there are two different things okay some brands some brands are just just there are brands that just want to send you gifts yeah with your people okay okay you might actually post yeah. let's just let's just give it that they don't they don't spend money all right yeah but i don't owe you i don't owe you any posting okay because you just came to me the intention of giving me as a gift okay wow all right um now the second question here is um so what inspired uh style architect i know we, we mentioned a little bit about this and then why is everything certified because <laughs> <laughs> i know your, your handle on instagram is akilolu certified yeah, right so yeah. yeah okay so let me start from the style architect okay so from the first question you asked me when i was describing myself i said i'm a fashion stylist and i'm also you asked me about school and everything yeah. I, I finished um architecture. architecture so joining both of them together that's what brought the name style architects and shout out to the style infidel okay. he's one of the biggest stylists in nigeria it's my it's like my uncle oh. he, yeah so um so from his from his name too that's why i was okay style infidel the style architect so that's why that, yeah it's kind of it kind of made more sense so that's why because i wanted to do, i wanted to do like an internship with him one time but i know i'm still going to do it not no it might may, it may be any time sharp but so we'll be looking out for that yeah. <laughs> all so right so um why is everything certified yeah so certified name certified means you've been qualified for a particular position or something yeah yeah so i kind of before before now I probably in secondary school i still have one nickname called me your chefs and stuff like that i still took the name to university so at that point when i now started fashion fashion and now looked at it like do i want to do i want to be bearing this name like do i want people to okay do, if i if i actually go far with this thing i'm doing do i want people to see calling me me your chef so i sat down one day and just try to look for a name that actually carries weight <laughs> 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 that when okay that when even if i go far i would like to just um so that's where that's where that's where you know most people on instagram will come with something official and uh, yeah, yeah. so i just i just love that certified you know okay that i'm actually 
most things I do, like I've actually qualified for all of this. Wow. So I clearly certified. That's why it came together. So that kind of gives a, a very interesting ring to it, like certified yeah. instead of all the. Because I see some persons with, the, the, well, what they do is well, okay, like not all that, and then the person is like just something. Someone is upcoming. Not that I'm trying to you know bring anybody down, but. You know, someone who is just starting out and then you have official already. <laughs> so that means for you to have official, man, there, there has to be some sort of unofficial part. Yeah. But then you don't see that. So it's like, okay, so where's the official yeah. coming from? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So now there's another question here that says, uh, where do you get your most creative ideas from? Most creative ideas I get from people that inspire me, okay. mostly on social media. And now with the advent of Reels, Reels helps me a lot because I just keep scrolling and see inspirations every time. So Reels for pictures, for picture inspirations, I check Pinterest. Okay. Pinterest, everybody uses Pinterest now, yeah. so I, I check Pinterest. And if it has to do with videos, you know, YouTube, I check YouTube okay. for inspirations too. Yeah. But well, do, do you have a YouTube channel? No, I don't. Why not? Probably I will start it out, but for me right now, YouTube is kind of like stressful for me and what I'm doing. So I still prefer I still prefer me dropping my normal reels videos and okay. stuff for now. But who knows? Later I might open a YouTube channel. <laughs> what if you consider doing like you know more of a behind the scenes, but then the behind the scenes would be for YouTube. So like there's a different way you're covering uh, how you're making your videos, and then that's what is going on because on YouTube. If you if you if you notice, then when TikTok was fast rising you know when pandemic force became you know serious you notice that most people would post the, the real video right maybe like two days after post the behind the scenes the behind the scenes was up and then i usually check i notice that the behind the scenes gets more views than the real video i'm like because everybody wants to learn yeah because yeah. i'm like wait what's happening how come the behind the scenes is getting more views than the video so i think that might be nice yeah well i know it, it might not be all that straightforward anyway because yeah, how do you even make your videos? Let me even let me even ask that. Okay, so everything starts with a with a thought process. There are so many times I because I use my notepad a lot. Yeah, especially if I'm if if it's a paid job for a brand. Okay, I scribble down something. Okay, type out. Okay, I'm going through this process. This is what I want to use for the first scene. This one to the first process. So that's the first time the thought process. Then after that. I search for inspirations like we talked that we said that we said about yeah. earlier. Search for inspirations. I, I check out a few people's pages to see if you, if it comes to videos. There's this guy on Instagram called Mark Payne. I love his transitions and stuff, so I check out his page. I say okay, let, let me let me, because there are sometimes I'm always blank on transitions, so I check out. I say okay, I can do this transition and stuff. So eventually, everything just comes together. And the normal equipment, I don't use too much. My tripod lights most times i make it of even natural lighting yeah so that's how i do it so uh to start out you would suggest that you don't need too much right that i don't need too much like people are all bent on i have to have the latest this the latest that no you don't need to have the latest gadget up to now i don't have i don't have the even my even my phone is an iphone 7 okay and i create good videos so yeah well for you guys listening you don't need too much, which is like the entire hallmark of this entire, uh, you know, podcast, really. Because one of the major advices on that has come up on this podcast a lot of times is just go ahead and do what you need to do. Yeah. Eventually, all these things you need will come in play. Like I started everything I'm doing with smartphones, right? Until, you know, and I had this little bit of uh, push to start using cameras. And at the same time, I still feel too very stressed using all these big gadgets because i'm like it takes up more time it takes up more more taking care of and yeah. then it increases my editing time yeah so it just gives you so much edit because something you shot on the camera you can't now get me editing it on phone because you would really <laughs> even up to now i still edit on my phone because it's like it's really fast yeah like it's, it's mobile like you can take it anywhere with you like i can be in a cab and i'm getting things done i can be in boat and things are happening but then when you now start to change and start increasing now you have to not be doing everything on laptop which yeah. is so so much other stress yeah and when when it comes to social media right because your, your work is very much invested in that area um there's this fear of you know this 
famous uh, or popular social platforms, you know, just going at any point in time. So how do you see, like, what, what do you think would be the effect of that when it happens? On me? On the entire fashion industry. Because Instagram made fashion blogging, like, perfect. Yes. Like, so, so good. Because before, blogging on websites, on YouTube, it wasn't it wasn't that fun because it takes up so much stress. And many people don't really read all these places before. But now that from just one place, you can see literally everything, style inspirations and all these things, right? Imagine if Instagram just dies in like <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. So I I saw a post for me one time about this. Yeah. So since then, I tried like opening other social media platforms, opening like trying to make myself out there on other social media. Platforms. So I started posting more on my Twitter and I'm already building a good... Um, audience there yeah. too so i put i even opened tiktok which i said i was i've started opening tiktok i've started posting there so man really if instagram should go down today uh, it's, it's going to affect so many people but still that's why i would advise everyone to try to um open up other um social media platforms and keep pushing their content there too so that at the end of the day you just put all your eggs in one basket and lose everything honestly because <laughs> right now uh content creation is now the the new what's the word now i think it's like now the only way to go because everybody is a content creator in my yes. own opinion like, there is that <laughs> thing you just uh, you know how to do and yeah. putting it out there is like one really important thing but then on the other hand with the wave of you know be consistent you know push out this do that and all those sort of encouragement that we keep keep seeing every single day people telling you you know consistency 30 days this and that it gets overwhelming because you know you 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 are in this rat race of comparing yourself to that person that did it nicer and all these extra extra things so do, do you deal with the, all this sort of overwhelm with instagram particularly because instagram bombs me out i'm telling you <laughs> like yeah, I know I post a lot and I, yeah. I share this thing and I do that. Yeah. But it gets to the point I was like, see, I'm not even doing it again. <laughs> so how do you control it and not really let it get to you? Okay, for me, for me, I tend to take breaks sometimes. But consistency is good. That's a, when I, when it comes to consistency on social media, I feel consistency is relative. Yeah. Your own consistency might be you posting every day. You you have it in mind to always post every day. You have it know that you want to keep posting every day because it works for you. My own consistency might be me just posting three times in a week. That is actually mine. I post three times in a week. I don't post more than that. Like feed posts, I post just three times in a week. Okay. So last last last, it depends on what works for you. It depends on what what works for you will not be what work for me. So with the way everything is just try to like have some sort of um experiment on your audience and try to know how um especially when posting to try to know the time your audience are like actually active and everything so that everything comes in sync and you know with your rate of consistency it will still backfire yeah so you know increasing on social media is yeah you know with the figures, it sounds great. Like, yeah. You're like, ah, I have, you know, 9K followers, I have 10K followers. I know people, I know people that post once in a week. Like, you're actually expecting their post, let's say, Tuesday afternoon. You're actually expecting their and post. It drops, and it drops and it does numbers. Do you understand? Yeah. So, that's why I said consistency is relative. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> you know, and with the increase in these numbers, right, uh, for me, you know, the more my audience are increasing, the more anxiety I get because I'm like, Wow, now more persons get to yeah. see what I'm doing. And at the same time, like, that means I must, I must not flop. You must not so flop. So, you're not in the middle, <laughs> you know, of wanting to, you know, just be cool and be calm. But at the same time, you're like, we have to, have, have people to, you I, I wouldn't say feed. people to please, but you have people to deliver this top-notch quality content yeah. for. And when you don't do up to the standard that you set for yourself, you know, there, there are several standards. There is one you set for yourself. There is one that, in the minds of your audience, they've naturally set for you because they're like, this guy made this post that made me follow him. That means any other thing he creates after that has to be better than that. Yeah. And you know, say everything now becomes a conflict. <laughs> so it, 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 it's all, it's all. That's, 
that's why even even before I, before I, especially for videos before I post I sent I sent my videos to three people okay. because I know they don't deceive me. I send ah. my videos to three people. If they tell me, okay, one can tell me, mm. it's because they won't deceive me. If one can tell me, okay, mm. it's actually nice, but that intro you have many more catchy or something. Yes, I, so I send the three of them. If they, if they give me a go ahead to post, I post because I know, okay, yes, it's actually top notch. So that's how I'm able to. <laughs> they've, they've certified it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so now we're going into a different session, and this is called trivia. So it's a very new addition to the entire, you know, system of the show. And basically, all you do is you mention three persons in your niche that you know, what are that are really good, and you learn from. And then um, you mention things you love about what they do, and. Uh, things you've learned from you know this, this person so three persons from your niche whether it's the male fashion industry or it, it can be anybody but in the fashion industry and then you sort of talk about the, the things you like about them and what you've learned from them okay so number one person i'll mention is um akin faminu okay and then if you know him yeah the doctor yeah, it's like yeah the doctor is like it's like a major person in the fashion industry he was the one that actually made me start what i'm doing right now because when i that was like in my first year in school. I used to check out this guy. Someone, someone introduced me. It's like someone showed me his page. Ah, oh, this guy. I like what he's doing. I like to do it. So that's why even my style, my kind of style, what I do, more suits and stuff. From, yeah. yeah. So, and I really like the. It's it's not his own his own. We have, you know, we've talked about consistency. His own kind of consistency is not like he doesn't post every day. Yeah. He posts like two or three times in a week, and that's it. And I really love that about him. And also his pictures are really really clean. Any content it drops is top notch, like yeah. the highest quality. Everybody knows, okay, this is Akifaminu quality. So yeah. the, the, the most favorite one I saw was one that was dancing. <laughs> is it one I dropped yesterday? I think so, yeah. The whole Mota Guinness. Yeah. It's crazy. It really yeah. good. So it's, it's one of my major sources of inspirations. Um, so um, another male fashion person is my guy, Tokwe. Tokwe Kunuga. Tokwe underscore O. Yeah. It's okay. really good. Because we have we have just like the same number of followers. This guy has six K plus too. And his engagements are crazy. Like he gets again even from followers, follow even from celebrities. Celebrities comment on his posts. Like it's really, really good. So I also learn a lot from Talkware. And um on the female side, Yechi, she's also my friend. She finished she just finished from Covenant now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's is. yeah, I I YouTube. I knew her yet YouTube. Like she's really she, and she's very consistent. She's very, very yeah. consistent. So basically most of them, their consistency has helped them and I'll put it where they are today. And yeah, and I've learned a lot from them too. Mm. Alright, so what advice would you give for uh you know people who are really considering getting into uh the fashion content creating space, you know, like people have, you know, all these sort of weird passions where you want to be this like you want to be the next you know big thing in that area i, I don't know if you know this guy uh, adam adam gallagher is no, one was like the very first person i started noticing on this fashion thing you know when i was in school then and it, it was then i started becoming really convenient with instagram around 2011 and this guy has had like maybe like 700k followers then wow yeah because like now he has like maybe like 1.8 or something and then this other guy um blake scott yeah i know blake scott yeah then um steve steve yeah <laughs> and you know you see those guys and then someone just comes and says like i want to be the next steven onoja i'm like okay so what is your plan to get there so what are the for this kind of person who want to just launch out and you know start competing with the with the top guns right if you if you want to like start out basically it's not it's not just about you okay having this dream you want to be the next it starts from the passion do you actually have the passion yeah for this thing because most times money might not be forthcoming from whatever you are doing but it's the passion that keeps driving you so you need to look at it like do i actually have the passion for this thing if i'm not making money for some time from this thing will i still keep going Mm. So basically, you have to you have to you have to check yourself and okay, do you have to have the passion and do you have the strength to be consistent? Because <laughs> that's another thing. 
Because those those top guns you are seeing there, it's consistency that took them there. Like I was looking at the sports <laughs> page, and this guy has more than like maybe three thousand or four thousand. He's really really consistent. The kind of camera he even uses to take his. You, you understand? <laughs> like sometimes I I, I see him crunch out like four to five reels like yeah. in a week. I'm telling you, bro. So, you know. But then when I started following them, then I'm like, okay. I could okay so when i first knew about that first guy it was on it was on pinterest and i'm like why is this guy pictures flooding pinterest as if it's something else and then i virtually now found his instagram like oh okay and then later on i just realized that his page is his content now dropped to about maybe like 90. he had like maybe like 500 then okay. and then now it has dropped to 90. so yeah, I, th- I, I don't know yeah i can't dispose hmm? the- i don't even know like i just noticed that you know things reduced but with the reduction everything's still there right now they're like top quality so Probably that's what it did it you understand to filter his content you understand so you, you just see how people now prioritize so much of quality than just wanting to just crunch out and at the same time you see people who crunch out like the best quality consistently that's why there are sometimes i take some pictures and just leave it for just insta story because i don't want it to like i i have this quality i, I have this um setting standard i've kept for my feed so i'll just i'll just put it on my story let these people just take this stuff and post on my feed because my feed anybody that comes to my page for that what this is yeah like that's like your office yeah that's like as, a, as a content creator yeah. because someone is coming that's like let me just say that's like your digital portfolio now because no matter what kind of field it is you're in whether it is you know social media managing and all these yeah. extra things right you want to yeah you've put your your bio there that this is what you do yeah what would certify that yeah certified <laughs> what to certify that you are good at what you do or at that thing is what they see on your feed yeah you understand because even if you, if you even reach out to a brand the first thing they check is your feed don't yeah. check okay um what does this guy put out how, how, how well does his content do you so that's, that's that's the first thing they look out for so Basically, you need to give your um, feed it certain standard mm-hmm. that you must not go lower than that. All right. You know, this, this is one question I've been longing to ask you ever since, you know, the, the thought of having this talk started. And so I'm a person who, you know, has one sort of style of dressing, right? Great T-shirt, <laughs> jeans, and probably ankle boots or something. But I know that um, there is this misconception that... Uh, you know, if you're in the creative space and maybe like a tech sort of person, right? Just like Mark Zuckerberg or like, you know, Steve Jobs, Tottenham and, you know, black t-shirt and all those things. But what's your advice? Okay, just advise me now as a, a fashion, you know, expert on how to just do this thing right. Because I know you can really style, like there's this guy, I, I don't know his name. Ah, his, his name starts with IK or IG. I'm not, I'm not too sure. He's a fashion guy like that too. And, you know, I've seen him style t-shirt. And I'm like, nah, this this person is not just normal. <laughs> he looks so good. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can pull that off. But then you see so many styles like that. And you're wondering like, okay, is there a certain way, you know, someone has to dress or you can balance all sort of types? Because I've seen you wear t-shirts also. Yeah. And they're really good. So, yeah. so basically... Fashion first starts from comfort. Mm-hmm. You need to look for what makes you actually comfortable first. Okay. If this shirt is not comfortable for me, and we're here, so you need to first look for what makes you comfortable. Then next, you need to look for what suits your personal style. You've you've said about Zuckerberg and the likes. Zuckerberg wears that because it actually suits his personal. You know, most times people look at people feel okay if you are a billionaire or something, you don't need to impress anybody again. So you just wear. So probably. He, Zuckerberg has gotten to that kind of level that okay. doesn't really need to impress anybody again but still you need to you need to make it you need to um streamline it to your personal style what do you actually like mm-hmm. you have se- i've always seen you wearing t-shirts i know okay this is i already had that is your personal style you shouldn't change it for anything if yeah. that's what you actually like so that's how it should be okay i mean right now more of i'm more of suits i'm more of but this this um this um pandemic has made me to be like really versatile and stuff and i really do other types of fashion but basically i love suits and the corporate 
probably this was because of this kind of school I went to wear corporate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, that was like the the, the worst six years of my life, having to be a child. Honestly, honestly. But yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All right. Um, now, um, I really love this idea of you know being able to learn from anybody whatsoever, and I've had I've had encounters with people who I look up to, and you know from our discussion I realized that there are some persons who feel too high up there and feel they can't learn from you know the person that is just upcoming and it, it makes me very sad because i'm like don't you know what you're missing like yeah you've been there for like 10 years and then someone is coming with a fresh mindset with a fresh you know lookout with a fresh perspective imagine if you sort of give that person some sort of audience and then the, you uh, the person shares that, that idea with you and you see that it can actually work because you've been there, you have the, the sort of ex- experience, you can guide the person on how to go next. Like, I've legit had people come to my ideas and tell me, okay, that content you released was really good, but what if you do this? What if you do that? Right? And I'm not always too quick to turn it down because I'm like, ha, most of my best ideas, right? I've come from people's comments on my posts. In all honesty, most of my best videos have come from people suggesting that I do that particular video. So, what would be your advice to? I don't know if any top gun will listen to this. I'm I'm just you know open open. But what would be your advice to all the top persons? You know, people who think they've really achieved and arrived on you know being being normal, like being human to those that are below them. Because someone has 50k followers, right? And then you you have like. 5k and then you feel you know that person can you can't learn from that person what do you think first my few no matter your number of followers you can actually learn from because as, as you've said there are actually people that reach out to me and you know like come to my dm and say bro this thing you should have done it like this you should have and there are people that even advise me on transitions to do for videos bro so I, mean, I believe you can actually learn from so my advice to my advice to the top guns there i shouldn't turn down um dms that deals with advice normally they'll be getting eight dms and stuff yeah. but they should they should they should check out their dms from time to time and always make sure that every um every um advice from a younger person in the industry I should they, they they should take to it and stuff. So that'll be my advice. All right. So let's just you know run quickly into some random up sessions, right? Yeah. Uh, this has actually been interesting because uh, I want to know more about fashion from the the creative aspect. Because you know people just feel oh yeah creative person forget 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 fashion, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. How long do you think it would take for you know? a really natural conversation like this you know to transform into something that becomes like a sensation to people because you know how uh all these sort of motivational talks you know it happens now and if you look at it very well maybe something like that started from a very honest conversation like this and then a person made one statement and you know people just cover out only that statement and turns it into something else and you're wondering wait but that is not the intention of that talk and then you know we, there's, there's this way social media as a way of changing the message mm. or changing the narrative uh so um what can you say to that when the intention of the person who made these things has become entirely taken out of place like let's say you made it a, a, a star video now let's say for bold and then while working on the drinks and everything maybe you made a statement and then someone else picks only that statement and converts it to something else um first i'm really i'm really happy that kind of thing hasn't happened to me yet <laughs> and i know there's no, there's no way it won't happen yeah there's no way it won't happen so that, that's why i said you should as a creative you should have you should have people you actually trust to to show your content before you actually post you should have just if you can it can just be it can just be one person like someone you confide in and okay bro please can you check this out is there anything wrong is there anything i can remove from me is there anything that is that's not good yeah. that my audience would like to see so that's why i said i have three people i send my stuff to sometimes they'll tell me this stuff you've done is not actually nice change it or do something so i feel everybody should have that kind of person or persons okay. 
that they show their content to to avoid that kind of stuff it's not as if it's not happen no but when that kind of thing happens i don't know how to handle it but to prevent that mm-hmm. everybody should have that kind of um person or persons they show their content to before they post so that like, to avoid all this kind of stuff yeah like some sort of inner community because outside the many followers you seem to have those persons that like yeah. when i started this podcast there were some persons that every single episode like this particular guy tosi is a friend he sends me almost an episode like <laughs> you just send me like one long and then analyzing every single shot every single style of you know conversation like okay maybe you can try this you can try that and it really helped me like it's, it really transformed how i approached you know conversations like this and i'm like imagine if everybody had people like that yeah you, know, you would really go far because yeah. now you no longer have to worry about okay what i'm doing is it good enough because now in your mind you always you know think about these things but then when there's someone it's not like you are seeking validation from the person but you want to con- con- constantly be your better self so you have someone who's like a check to help you see these things happen yeah but um has there been any time when maybe one of these persons you know probably said something that you felt was like offensive no because if i wanted to take offense in anything i won't send it to them oh yeah did you get yeah, that makes if, sense. I, if i wanted to take offense in anything else I won't, I won't send it to them because i know they will try to tell me the truth mm-hmm normally the truth is bitter yeah it is it will pay you but no it's for your own good yeah go and change that <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so there, there are some questions that like pop up on every episode and this is like a, a constant check to creatives on um the essential things because as much as possible this whole creative life came from you know some sort of idea or mindset or you know the inner part of you so you're trying to get this idea out and then maybe let's say you're stuck or you have this mental creative block that they call it or you just don't know how to go about it right people don't try to check if it's a mental issue hmm. they don't try to check if it's a decision maybe it's, it, it's a you know i don't know how i put it now a personality trait or something that is injuring them from doing that like you find many create like me now i'm naturally a lazy person in all honesty, I don't look like that. People think I'm that hardworking guy, but when I find a window of opportunity in time that allows me to do th- a lot of things at this at a particular time, I take it. Like now, I might have time to record like seven episodes in one day. I take it, but then on some other days, I just want to sleep on the couch and not do anything. You get. So I realized about that about myself, and then I found a way to. You know create some sort of arc or a system around that where i know that every day make sure you release one piece of content on instagram because i know the kind of person i am i don't try to push it so if i'm supposed to release the content today and i know every day i'm supposed to release the content then i try to just document all my ideas in advance so when it starts now create that thing it's gonna be difficult just maybe look at the archive and bring out something and that's why these questions are really important so what would you say to creatives who who think the only way to do things is to be spontaneous like the moment the idea is dropping create it or would you advise them to um, plan ahead document and you know have like a content bank before you know every single content comes out or you think they'll probably mix both of them everybody everybody's different formula is is like it's like a mix of everything you said mm-hmm. everybody's different sometimes i get i get like content inspirations that's why i told you i use my notepad a lot yeah i type them down so i don't forget because it happens to me many times when something just i can just be sitting down there and one um content inspiration can just come and 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 the next minute i'll forget so i started like noting them down so i won't forget and later when i have time to create i create and so many times because as you said you are you are naturally a lazy person i'm also naturally lazy, i'm also a lazy person yeah so so most times when i have like the urge to create i can create for like i can create for like two weeks in one day so from time to time i just edit and start dishing it out and like that so i'll just advise everyone to just do what works for you if you creating spontaneously doesn't work for you don't do it mm. so that you don't end up breaking down and you yeah. understand so basically what works for you know know yourself you need to know yourself first know yourself and do what works for you all right uh well that, that was really good because uh 
you know, know yourself. It sounds so cliche. Like anytime you ask somebody, uh, you know, advise me on how to, you know, do this and do that. They always start with that, you know, know yourself and, um, you know, be hardworking. Like, you, you know how, let's say you meet someone who you really, you know, admire. Someone who is really good or is in, you know, one of the top people in the industry. Okay, let's say, for example, now, let's say you go for a Baron Fashion Week and then, let's say Akin Famino, what's his name again? Akin Famino, Akin Famino. Let's say he comes and then you ask him, oh man, your works are really great. Like, how do you do it? And he's like, be, be hardworking, be consistent. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> all these things, you know it before. I mean. After time, be consistent <laughs> or hardworking, right? And, you know, it seems like, you know, they're just trying to just, you know, you know, belittle the entire process. But that's a very simple truth. You know, that's what you should actually do to get these things right, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you now you have those kind of things, like in your mind, you're like, ah, oh, what's all this one like this? But self-discovery self is actually very important. So many people don't know their self. Yeah. So when you know yourself, that's when you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the... All right. Um, so just to round up, um, if you give any advice, I know this is like one of the cliches to ending a podcast or a session like this, but if you give any advice to um, yourself, like let's say three years ago, on how to go about you know everything you're doing right now, what would that advice be? Hmm. So it's like you're looking back at Akin three years ago and you're like, hmm, this is what you should do. <laughs> I, would have, I would have advised myself to start earlier. If I knew I would have started earlier and I know I would have been better today. Mm. So to everyone out there who has that idea in mind that hasn't been developed or that hasn't made that move, should start now. The best time to start anything is now. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have advised myself to have started what I'm doing earlier. I think I would have said the same thing too because <laughs> imagine if I started this podcast like 2017 or 2016. Yeah. Man. Blown by now, <laughs> telling you, like, I had ideas to start out YouTube in 2016, 2015, because I just finished um BSA then, and I was like, What can I do with my life? So, imagine, and I had a camera then, like, a really good camera, and I had my own apartment because I was in masters. So I'm like, Imagine if I've been doing you know videos since then, like, now probably I have like <laughs> maybe 500k followers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, that's just by the way. Mm. All right, to so round up, um, if people would love to find you and the things you do, like let's say someone wants to know more about Akinolu certified now, where should the person go to? Okay, basically, you can check out my Instagram at certified. My Twitter is underscore certi. Then I I had one um, website, but I, do, I no longer use it. AkinoluCertified.wordpress.com. Okay, yeah, so that's everything. Yeah. All right, awesome. Thank every, you so every, much. Everything you need to, to see is on my um, bio, my Instagram bio. I have okay. my link tree and everything there. So. All right, well, awesome. Thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Congo. Oh,